in the episode 1552 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at Sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Welcome to FDH Lounge Mini Episode 1552. This is FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our preview of Yellowstone Episode 5.5. Here's our top five notes of interest heading into the next episode. Number five, Casey and Monica reach a milestone in their mourning. Their infant son is now buried at the ranch near a dead horse in accordance with tradition. John and Beth stumbled upon the service and guessed, probably correctly, that they were expected to keep their distance, and so they did. That moment symbolized where Casey has really been since the beginning of the series, with one foot in the Dutton family and one foot in his wife's community. The pull of the latter could become stronger if Chief Rainwater decides to make it happen. Speaking of which, number four, the Chief stands up to John, insisting on a meeting at the reservation. Under a great deal of pressure from his own community, Rainwater is making it clear that continued peaceful coexistence between the tribe and the governor will be contingent on what John is willing to do to mitigate the cancellation of the airport project. John is in a newly pragmatic mood after having the facts of life explained to him by the senator, but his pride has always been a steep obstacle. After all, the man just fired a room full of advisors whose only crime was to form policy in his absence when he had exhibited no interest in the work at all. By the way, how did John make it through an entire campaign without any interaction with his policy crew? As much good material as the show threw away by not showing the campaign, with plot holes like this, maybe it's just as well. Okay, back to John and the Chief. So while the decision to mollify the tribe in some fashion outside of the airport project should be a layup, that certainly doesn't mean the Dutton family patriarch will do it. And if John alienates Rainwater, the chief could certainly gain revenge by positioning a vulnerable Casey against his family. Number three. While market equities has had to take a step backward, outside entities will continue to pose problems for the Duttons. The Park Service officers made it clear that they think John's bunkhouse bucks killed the protected wolves, even if they can't prove it yet and that NGOs who are funding the protection program will go public with the information. Please tell us that we're going to get a George Soros cameo on Yellowstone. Speaking of would-be do-gooders, John got his hippie girlfriend out of the slammer with a pardon, ostensibly to advise him on environmental matters. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? Anywho, with John's opposition to any major development, including alternative energy projects, There's no reason to believe that he's going to be able to control Summer or that she could provide him meaningful cover for his agenda. Number two, Beth's overnight stint in jail won't matter as a plot point in and of itself, but rather as a way to reveal Jamie's son to her. We've pointed out plot holes this week and previously, so in fairness, we have to give credit for a masterful reveal of Jamie's kid to Beth. 
It's true that Jamie never mentioned his son on screen to John, Beth, or anyone else in the family, but it was fair to assume he'd done so off screen. But he didn't. Beth found out by accident, and now she's on the warpath. One question, though. How's she going to take Jamie's son away from him without alerting Rip to exactly why she hates him so much? Because she don't want to do that. Number one, in the same episode where Beth found out about Jamie's love child, she catches him thinking with the wrong head once again. His tryst with the market equities hired gun was predictable, but Beth finding out right as it was happening most certainly was not. Again, great plot twist. Warfare between Beth and her adopted brother has been simmering for four and a half seasons and now shows multiple signs of turning into open warfare, and that's the last thing that John needs with everything else on his plate. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.